Merry fucking Christmas, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Wow, that was just... That's <laughs> rude, Mateo. I'm sure they're very nice people. You don't need to start calling names. I said it six times. I know. That means there's six of them that you're insulting directly. They knew who they are. Hey, I didn't see. I dislike hoes. Or were they all for Alex? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Is Alex a hoe? He pro- he's probably a big hoe. <laughs> he's a man hoe. But that's not the type of hoe we're talking about. We're talking no, we're about talking about garden tools. Garden tools? Or... In the middle of fucking winter. Jolly tidings from Christmas. Santa Claus. Why say hoe? I don't know. Maybe maybe he's mourning for his garden tools. And people, he's just like, ho? 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 <laughs> And people mistake it for ho ho ho. It would be only, the only way it would be cool is if it was Ric Flair hoes, and then three of them would just be overkill. You mean you mean Jim Duggan hoes? Ho! <laughs> Good old Jim Duggan. Man, I miss that guy. We gotta we gotta do a couple shout outs here because, well, for one, big shout out and happy birthday, and also Merry Christmas to Gal because. Holy shit. It it really sucks to have your birthday on the same day as a holiday, but to have it on Christmas, that's got to be the worst of all. Like, I mean, even if you're not looking at it from a materialistic standpoint, like, like, hey, most people get shit twice a year. I only get it once a year. But just to have, I mean, you're being overshadowed by fucking Jesus. Yeah. You're almost Jesus, like, just not as cool. No, you, you, you can't compete with Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a fine woman, but I mean, it, it, I just feel bad. I feel bad. I'm, I'm sure you're not the Messiah. And if you are, then I humbly apologize and, and beg <laughs> your forgiveness. But let's go on the assumption that you're not the Messiah. It's got to suck. You know, it's it's like it's like being Jesus's little brother, except, you know, you're not related. So it's probably it probably even sucks more than that, actually. Anyway. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I'm sorry that your parents banged nine months before Christmas. That's, <laughs> that's unfortunate, but, you know, so it goes. So it goes. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. I, I hope your husband gives you some really cool shit. So you better be getting your cool shit, Mark. You better be doing it. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. He seems like a fine fellow. Fine couple. Thanks for listening, you guys. Season's greetings to you both. Another fine couple is Danielle and Henry from the UK. I don't know if they're really fine though. <laughs> they they might be they might be swell. They they might be uh, they might be lovely, but I don't think we can we can call them fine as well because then it kind of diminishes the fact that we called the other couple fine. And I don't want to go and and have all couples thinking they're fine. That's not a world <laughs> I want to live in. Luxurious. Maybe, maybe if you guys are luxurious then good for you guys the luxurious couple Danielle and Henry thank you guys for listening sounds fancy it, it is they are shit well way to go guys way to be luxurious thank you for and listening everything. you guys thank all yeah. of you for listening you guys are awesome yeah even let's give a shout out to everybody else hey everybody else this shout out is for you and you personally that's right David you get one Jennifer, what's up? You get one. Other Mark, we know you're out there, Other Mark. This one's for you, big guy. Susie, Sarah, Louise, Corey, Diff- happy Rogers. Christmas. Uh, 
Feliz Navidad to Carlos. Hello, Carlos. Thank you for listening, Um, buddy. Who else did we forget, Mateo? I know there's a couple other ones out there. Sharon, Jan, Bob, Dave, and Jake. No, wait. Let's back up. Let's back up for a second. Bob gets fucking nothing. (laughs) Fuck you, Bob. Fuck you. What kind of name is Bob? All right, all right. Because it's Christmas, I guess guess we'll give you something. Here's, Here's a... Here's a virtual long distance fist bump. There you go. We're 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 pals again. We're square. I'm sorry. Bob. I just get so angry sometimes. <laughs> For no reason. For no reason. Just because you're Bob. You know. <laughs> that name infuriates me. Pisses me off. <laughs> but anyway, guys, Merry Christmas. Oh, quick announcement about next week. There may or may not be a show. We're gonna release something. We're just not sure what it's going to be. It it may be a full show. It may just be some random stuff. But we're just giving you forewarning that it may not be a typical show next week. Just because of holidays and, you know, that whole thing. It's, It's busy this time of year. I'm sure you guys understand. But we'll get something out one way or the other. So, you know, go to your usual places where you go to listen to our things and do that there and there might be new stuff there yeah there will be a new stuff of some sort so anyways merry christmas everybody fuck you bob happy new year not you bob piss off Thank you very much for listening to the Whatcast. How's it going, Mike? Back again. Yeah. Another week, another show, another fat check for millions of dollars. (laughs) It's true. We make millions off this show. It's it's unbelievable. And it's all thanks to listeners like you. No, not you. You. So thanks, guy. So, Mike, we've never really done a Bigfoot show before, solely on Bigfoot. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird considering we're now three and a half years into this thing, and there still hasn't been a Bigfoot show, even though we're a paranormal, weirdo, cryptid thing show, and never a Bigfoot. But I think I think what's really kind of pushed us off is is the fact that it's so such a huge topic. You know, like there's there's not like with the with UFOs, there's specific cases that we can get into and and we could put shows around an entire episode or an entire uh, event. But with Bigfoot, what what are we going to do? Spend an hour talking about the fucking Patterson Gimlin footage, spend an hour talking about fucking finding Bigfoot or whatever that stupid show. Like there's just so much shit to talk about that. It's it's hard to really hone in. It's true. Almost everything about Bigfoot's been beaten to death. Even photographic mm. evidence and videos. I mean, there's there's some really cool videos that are out there. But I mean, just people they're just out there. Nobody does anything with them, I guess. Nobody It's because there's it's nothing definitive. It's like, "Oh, I see a object moving that looks kind of 
abnormal and it's dark and maybe hairy, but it's from a great distance. So what do I know? You know, that's like what all of them are. Or it's like, oh, I saw this this blur run past the tree. And oh, my God, it was clearly a Bigfoot because it was blurry. And I have no idea what it was. So Bigfoot. There's a really good series of videos. Uh, the stamp on the video said something I think is called Finding Bigfoot on Facebook. But every time I try to look for those videos, they're gone now. But they they had some pretty creepy videos. Probably the most convincing giant ape videos ever. 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 There's like a, like five or six of them that were just really shocking. Them some big words there, Mateo. I'll try to find them. They, I had the links all saved, and now they're all deleted or not there anymore, but I'll try Convenient. to Convenient. Yeah. Well, you know what? That that ties into what I wanted to talk about, actually. The cover-up of the Bigfoot. Why are they hiding it from us, Mateo? Why? Tell me, goddammit. I don't know. This is one of the things that it's been seen in almost every country in the world, too. It's It's one of these things that you almost can't deny. Or at least it's been a legend everywhere in the world, right? Well, I wouldn't say everywhere, but there's, you know, it's, I'd say that it's all over the world. There's reports of it on every continent. So I don't know. It's, it's weird. But with, with all the technology we have, it's still a wonder that there hasn't been anything definitive found, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there is one or that there isn't one, I guess, because We've had the argument many times, like, oh, where's where's the where's the bones? Where's the corpses? But for one, how many times have you wandered through the forest and found a fucking dead deer? Or, you know, even even a dead fox. Yeah, I'm sure it happens, but not too often, I'd yeah. imagine. And within days in in the right temperatures, a body's gonna be gone. Definitely. Even the bones so, are gonna be torn apart by scavengers and taken. Yeah, elsewhere. and scattered. Yeah. Yeah. And and for two, what if what if these things are intelligent? You know, maybe maybe they're not intel as intelligent as us. Maybe they are. Who's to say? I've never met one. But if they're intelligent, they're they're going to do something with the bodies of the dead. I mean, shit. Even ants bury their dead. That's an excellent point. I don't think they would just leave their dead hanging ar- around on the floor either. Mm-hmm. So since there's so much evidence and so much cultural history with these things, not doing a show about Bigfoot and all the subjects being pretty much beaten to death, uh, it almost seems like there there has to be a cover-up for Bigfoot. Yeah, or he doesn't exist. Or he's a multi-dimensional critter. Or he's a spirit. Or he's or, an alien experiment. Or an alien experiment. Or a ninja. Fingers or crossed for ninja. All of the above. Fuck that. I don't want a ninja Bigfoot. That sounds terrifying. They don't fuck with us too much, so. Like, you're walking through the woods and then you just hear. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? <laughs> what the hell? You get hit with some fucking darts and then you wake up and, and you're in a, you're in a, you're a Bigfoot sex slave. <laughs> I was going to say you're on a barbecue pit, but. No, Bigfoot sex slave. <laughs> they want to make snoo snoo but i don't know that there's i always hate i don't i really don't know why it bothers me so much but i really hate when bigfoot gets tied in with aliens and ufos 
you've said that before, and I totally agree. I can't stand that. I want Bigfoot to be a, a an ancient mystical creature that still yeah. runs the woods sometimes. Yeah, me too. The only way I would be into it is if aliens are aware of their existence and abducting them as well. Then it's just cool because it's like aliens know about this shit and they're abducting us and them. And why? What do they want? Like, I think that would be cool. Yeah, but definitely. I would also think it would be cool if they were abducting dolphins and fucking killer whales too, just to, you know, really get the experience going. Maybe that's what the, all those underwater alien bases are. They're bases for... The marine sector of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for fucking dolphin abductions. Yeah, that's who Brett battles constantly deep under the sea. Yeah. He he fights the dolphin abductors. Way to, way to bring the fight to him, Brett. Keep up the good work, man. Says Taking it's easy. Aliens bases one at a time. Real American hero. It's it's a shame that he works under the the deep black thumb of the military, and and we can't reveal all of his secrets. But rest assured, he's protected your ass more than once. <laughs> yes, yours specifically. That's true. He has saved the world. I think it's four times now. Yeah, at least. And then there was a couple of times where he just saved a few coastal cities. So, I mean, that's no small feat, you know? So next time you see Brett, even though you don't know who Brett is, just, thank him, just buy so him a beer and maybe a cheeseburger. Cause they don't have those under the ocean. They don't. You ever try to eat a cheeseburger under the ocean? It's It gets really soggy. It's hard to eat. It falls apart. You get attacked by little tiny fish trying to pick off the floaty soggy bun <laughs> it's it's a whole thing plus if i mean typically you'd have your your scuba gear on how are you gonna eat with scuba gear in your mouth yeah, you're you, not you don't get to take that shit off where he works yeah you'll inhale some fucking peanut butter water once that <laughs> so right. i back to big bottom man. line is thank brett because he fucking fights aliens with his barnacled fists but anyway, I big for alien abductions. I go ahead. Ask away, Mateo. What do you think about the Bigfoot audio that's been captured? Uh, I don't know. I think it's probably all bullshit. Yeah, because none of it is. I mean, some of it could be. Some of it sounds like a fox, and some of it sounds like people making weird guttural grunting sounds. I, I've never heard anything that's uh definitive that's like you'd hear and be like i have no idea what that was <laughs> you know like they a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is a fox calling and for people that aren't aware of what foxes sound like they they can make some pretty crazy sounds and like a lot of the whooping noises like the oop, oop, like that type of stuff those are fucking fox calls those aren't those aren't bigfoots big feats Bigfoots, whatever you call them, whatever the plural of the Bigfoot is, Sam Squanches. <laughs> the most convincing ones I've heard could be people or or definitely they're just like a orangutans that have like reverb on it. So oh, it's just it's it yeah. says it's at night, so you're like, oh okay, it's at night, so it reverberates. <laughs> yep, <laughs> fucking YouTubers. I, I don't know why, but I believe it. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this video with with this weird ass Bigfoot speech. 
Is it the one that's like all garbled and gutter like Mueller? That one. And it sounds so. like he's like singing a song or something. Yeah. Yeah, that one that one is definitely some dude that smoked like twenty seven <laughs> non filter cigarettes in a row. Gargled some nails and then started talking gibberish. So weird. Yeah. But we should put that in the show notes and then other people can tell me why I'm an asshole for saying that. And then other people can join me and poke fun at the people calling me an asshole for saying that it's really a person and not a Bigfoot. People should send in their Bigfoot impressions. They should send their impressions yeah, totally. of this video, of, of this Bigfoot speech. Yeah, free free stuff for whoever does that. For sure. And and Mateo will personally give you a high five. In the mail. But you have to fair. <laughs> yeah, in we the can, mail. We can do that. I'll send a high five in the mail. Yep. You don't and believe me, but... A good one. A lot of the the and we say that we've never had a Bigfoot show, but I mean we've talked about Bigfoot many times and and the different beliefs, like that he's a spiritual creature that can appear, disappear, and all that stuff. And then there's the people that think it's an undiscovered primate, and other people think it's the missing link between us and cavemen, and it's. You know, there's tons of different theories for it, but there's there's some weird instances where some evidence has been put forward, and um, it seems like something may have happened that that either tried to hide that or cover it up or force it into obscurity or turn the whole thing into a hoax. But I don't. Do, are you familiar with the um, Minnesota Iceman? Yes. So for those that aren't, he was, uh, it was a, like a sideshow exhibit that was on tour in the United States and Canada in the 60s and early 70s. And it was being promoted as the missing link between, between modern humans and Neanderthals. Now, this, this case is kind of a weird one. And most places you'd go to read up on it would classify this as a hoax. But there's a couple weird things. Bas- the, the history of this is bas- basically this guy named Frank Hansen, who was uh, an exhibit promoter for carnivals and, and things like that. He said that he discovered this Iceman in the region of Siberia. Or I'm sorry, he didn't discover it. It was discovered by this rich guy, and the rich guy was paying Frank Hansen to exhibit it. So he would go around exhibiting this thing saying that it was uh, he he was saying it was the missing link but it was basically a six foot tall man-shaped hairy thing in encased in ice and it had a bullet hole through and through its eye and its arm was up like it was trying to block the bullet hole or the, <laughs> like or trying to block the bullet before it had been classified as a hoax it was at one point stopped by Canadian customs officials who thought that he was transporting a dead body. And later in, uh, in 1968, biologist Ivan Sanderson and Bernard, I think it's Huvelmans, uh, were given, they were given three days to examine the figure in this block of ice. And they said at one point they put a, 
lantern on the ice, which forced it to crack. And when it cracked, they smelled this putrid smell coming out of it. And uh, they, after studying this thing for three days, taking notes on it and you know doing all sorts of research, or as much research as they could, considering that it was frozen in a block of ice, they concluded that it was an actual authentic creature. And that after examining it, they noted the, the smell of the rotting flesh and said that they had noticed area that where the ice had melted on the flesh, that the flesh was starting to rot. So they began to write articles about this. And for those that don't know who Ivan Sanderson or Bernard Huvel, Huevelman, I, I have no idea how to pronounce the last name. It's either Huvelman's or Huevelman's, but they're the uh, basically considered the fathers of cryptozoology. They were the first ones to kind of go off the chart as far as biology goes and, and start looking into these weird creatures. So they were both convinced that this was an authentic creature and um, they I think we talked on the show before about the rock apes in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of the, the soldiers in Vietnam, uh, they, they reported these ape men that would throw rocks at them. So they called them rock apes. But they, they uh, wrote about this figure in the papers and, and in the papers talked about how it could have been one of these rock apes that was shot in Vietnam, frozen and transported. Um, it was later found out that there was no millionaire who allegedly discovered this thing in Siberia and that it was either Frank Hansen himself or this other woman. Inside the had... eyes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> But they, they had apparently shot it in self-defense. It had attacked them while they were in the woods. And uh, they shot it and kept the body. Now, at some point in the 70s, things changed. And the, um, well, maybe it was still the late 60s. Maybe it was 69. But uh, Ivan Sanderson began to, he, he was trying to get uh, appearances on television with the Iceman and he contacted a primatologist named John Napier, who was going to uh, he was going to conduct his own research on this and study it and do his own tests and everything. And he was going to do it on behalf of the Smithsonian. And uh, once this happened, Frank Hansen decided that he was going to stop displaying the Iceman and was no longer going to allow public inspection of it. And eventually he decided to put it back out. But when he put it back out, people who had seen it in the past said that the, what he was displaying now was clearly fake. It, it looked like it was a latex model and it was obviously different from what the original looked like. Oh, wow. So they never got to really study it in depth with the Smithsonian. Um, after looking into it, John Napier found that Hansen did commission to have an Iceman sculpture built in 1967. 
And this kind of led him to believe that the only one that was ever in existence was this fake one that he had commissioned. And the Smithsonian agreed with that statement, and that's where matters were left. But apparently... They were going on... All this information was just because of these two cryptozoologist dudes who were like, yep, it's authentic. Right. They they conducted three days of research on it. Three days. Okay, wow. And um, so that that's the end of the story officially. But apparently um, this Frank Hansen guy was getting questions from different government agencies. And uh, when he let Ivan Sanderson conduct his studies on it and, and examine it for three days, he had told him that he couldn't bring this public. He wanted it to be a very private matter and just for him to conduct the research and try to find out what it was. And against Hansen's wishes, they went public and started writing these articles. So when they started writing these articles, more attention was being called to it. And as a result, he switched out the original body with the latex body. Now, but the question remains what happened to the original body? Yeah, where's that thing at now? So, you know, as I mentioned, some government agencies were taking interest in this. So it, it could be possible that they took the body from him and he was forced to use this fake latex one. Now, is there any photographic evidence of the original one? I don't know. It's, it's hard to say what, which is which. Um, I don't know. Like, if you look up pictures of it, it's all going to be the same type of picture. So I don't know if that's supposed to be the original one or the fake one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But apparently, Ivan Sanderson looked at it later after it was replaced, and he said it was not even close to the same thing that he examined. Wow. So now you got to think, when I when I say that these guys are the, the fathers of cryptozoology, like, they're not like a Giorgio Suclos type character that's, that's you know, these guys were, were the ones, they, they were actual biologists. You know, they, they were real legitimate scientists who had an interest in these weird creatures. that And so they were doing, you know, scientific research, trying to look into these and, and see if there was any validity to, to these claims. And because of this, they, they kind of, they paved the way for other people that look into the, the subject, you know, other, other scientists. And, um, now, I mean, now you hear someone say I'm a cryptozoologist and you instantly think they're a goddamn wacko. But at the time, these guys were just curious scientists that wanted to look into the claims of these fantastic creatures. It's a shame that all cryptozoologists get a little bit of that treatment. There's a lot of them that, uh, you know, make sure their name has a, a doctor in front of it now. Yeah, like like uh, Jeff Meldrum. He's uh, he's a pretty legitimate guy, and he's very much in favor of the Bigfoot idea. And he's done a lot of. He's actually a proponent of the Patterson Gimlin footage, and he he's got a lot of explanations for why he believes it's authentic footage and not just a person. So he's, he's a, and he's a doctor. Uh, I think he's a primatologist as well, or maybe he's a, uh, fuck. What's the name of him? The anthropologist. Maybe he's, he's something anyway. 
that studies <laughs> that studies the evolution of humans and primates and shit like that. But he um, he's an actual doctor and a legitimate scientist. But he, I think he's kind of been uh, blackballed though because of his interest and in, and in, in the fact that he's talking about the Patterson Gimlin footage as being authentic and and not just outright scoffing at the notion of a Bigfoot. But I think that's the the shitty thing, though, with aliens and cryptids and ghosts and shit like that. Anyone, any scientist that actually is willing to conduct authentic research on the, the subject gets ridiculed just for looking into it, which is weird. You'd think like the scientific mind would be curious about it rather than just writing it off completely because obviously there's enough evidence to suggest that something is going on you know maybe it's not a ghost but there's there's something going on so why don't we look into what it is you know or lights in the sky they're not planes what are they let's look into it we you know you don't have to assume that it's one thing just because that's what people are saying but you get ridiculed for looking into it like that poor bastard from um uh steven greer's movie serious he was looking into the that little Atta figure, mm-hmm. or I say figure, the the little you know the six inch mummy, and uh, just for looking into it and being willing to do testing on it, he gets ridiculed. But I mean, if 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 that is an authentic thing, then the fact that it has that many mutations or deformities would make it historical. Nothing that we're aware of has that level of deformities ever. So that would, you know, that should be an interesting scientific finding in and of itself, even if that was 100% human. But just the chance that maybe it wasn't, like, where's your fucking curiosity, man? <laughs> Absolutely. Be, what if it was a fucking alien? That guy would have been, yeah. <laughs> it been a discovery. That guy's going to be a goddamn hero, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead, you're like, uh, you're, you're checking out aliens, ooh, you, you know. That poor bastard has taken so much shit for that. And he's still willing to do more work on him. And if there's more, apparently there's rumors that there's more out there, more, more of those bodies. There's, um, the filmmaker that did Sirius, he's doing a follow-up right now called Polaris. And apparently there's more information regarding that. That's going to be coming out in that documentary. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think Steven Greer's involved in that one. No, his tours have fizzled and he's yeah. at home. <laughs> he's at home fucking bench pressing, doing push-ups. I've heard of the Iceman before. And mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a couple before and after pictures, but they're mo- mostly focused on his face. But uh, even those, it's clear that it's something different. Wait, you mean there's actual things showing the before in it like yeah little comparisons just google like but uh, it's the actual pictures though it's not like artist rendition of what it could look like now no i'll I'll send it to you right now do it i just yeah see that doesn't even really give you too much to go by but if you if you just google um minnesota iceman real versus fake there's a few that'll come up a couple not a lot but some that's not the only case that that I've heard of of potential government fuckery with these things. Like the old switcheroo with supposed evidence? 
with the uh, Minnesota Iceman, for one, the whole the whole guy didn't think could be a hoax. If not a hoax, then uh, making the government connection it's 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 purely speculation. And the other story that I've heard about it is also uh, unverifiable. It was 1999 in Battle Mountain, Nevada. There was a big forest fire. Um, it was it was at the I don't it burned like thousands of acres of, of forest. I remember. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. So they um, this whole story was told by a science teacher named Tom Powell. And uh, he he apparently had had looked into this story after hearing about it from uh, this Bigfoot research organization called Bigfoot Field Research Organization. So <laughs> very, very, you know, they they call themselves what they are. No fancy names here. But um, apparently this anonymous government agent had contacted the researchers and he was involved in assisting putting out these fires. Um, but he's uh, he has medical training, He but he won't disclose what part of the government he worked for. But there were three government agencies that were involved in, in helping put this fire out. Um, and when I say government, I don't necessarily mean federal government. I think the EPA was involved, but uh, then there were two. Wow, what the hell was that? But then there were two state government agencies involved in as well. He he wouldn't say which agency he was involved in, but he said that he was there. They were putting putting out fires, and they found this burned body. It was still alive. Um, it looked humanoid, but it was bigger, and it had burns all over its body. And uh, he said when they were tending to it it seemed to kind of understand that they were trying to help it and he uh, he kind of calmed down when they were patching his wounds up and everything but um, they took him away and they went according to the source he went to some secret location in northern Idaho and first they took him to some undisclosed location in Nevada and tended to him there. And once he was well enough, they transported him to Northern Idaho. He doesn't know for what purpose and he doesn't know what they were doing with him while he was waiting for transport, where they hit him or even why they hit him. But he, uh, he describes his original encounter and says when he first saw him, he was, he saw an animal that was wounded by fire and it was crawling around on all fours, but it wasn't crawling like a bear. He said it looked more like an ape. Hmm. And, um, they called in a medical doctor and a vet. And apparently this thing resembled more of a human than an animal. So the vet was kind of just there observing and helping as he could, but the medical doctor was doing most of the work. And this thing was said to have, there was a um, Native American woman and it took to her more than it took to the other people for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's like like it recognized that they, that they had a history in the area or something. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder what the Bigfoot said. Well, they said he said it never spoke in anything that resembled um, a language, but it would make grunts or or noises of acknowledgement as if it, you know, understood communication, but just not in a way that we communicated. He was kind of just trying to communicate the best he could. Now, does that sound like a really cleverly written creepypasta story? Or do you think that's something... I mean, that is, it's plausible. I mean, that should have happened, right? With how many forest fires there's been. Yeah, I'm surprised there's not more in California. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but then again, where all the forest fires are, that's not really forested. Or I guess it's more brush fires down there than forest fires. But I, I haven't... I don't know. You would know better than I would. Are there any forest fires in the redwoods or anything? Not that I hear of. I, I don't yeah, think I hear about I it too much anyway. Yeah. Goddamn Bigfoot. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know why they would cover it up though. It just doesn't make sense. Let's give me, give me some reasons, Mateo. I want reasons. If we're talking about Bigfoot as a cover up, I, I just, the first thing that pops into my head is disinfo. But I just don't see to like in what regard. Yeah, to what ends I don't understand. Or if if it's there, it's there. Or just let just maybe it's just one of the things like you said before, getting uh destroyed for even investigating that shit. And and Bigfoot's one of the oldest ones there is. This is one that should be investigated. And maybe it's because all the, like the shitty TV shows that have come out, or just the goofy crap that's out there now. I mean, people shows that just have people screaming in the woods you know bigfoot you know stupid shit like that here bigfoot 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 <laughs> here bigfoot so maybe rightfully they get shot down for it but that doesn't mean it should be uh negated scientifically at all like you said they should be excited to to study these things and figure these things out it just goes to show you but I, I, I don't know it, with disinfo it's it just, it just one of these things make people seem crazy just like the alien thing because people are quick to do that with Bigfoot. People are more uh, accepting of Nessie than they are of Bigfoot. Even with, you know, all the constant talk of Bigfoot. New photographs of Bigfoot. Like we talked about the video evidence. And there's tons of Bigfoot <laughs> speech that, you know, we, you were talking about. Or do yeah. your impression of it again? Yours is better than mine. <laughs> Oh man, if that was Bigfoot's real voice, I would just laugh if I heard that in the woods. I don't think I'd yeah. You wacky motherfucker, what are you doing out there? <laughs> I, I've got a couple ideas, and they go from the mundane to the absolutely crazy. Let's so let's let's start with the with the more plausible ones. All right, so one, it could just be a matter of tourism. You know, if if for as many people as, as you would get that would want to come see Bigfoot, actually telling people that there's a, a 8 to 12 foot tall ape man that lives in the woods is going to keep a lot of people out of places. You know, hunters aren't going to be as likely to want to hunt places where they could potentially get ripped in half by a 12 foot ape man. And you're also, if if it is a real species and you acknowledge it, then you're going to have people that are potentially going to be hunting it. And if it's, you know, a, an endangered animal or something that we don't think there's a lot of, we're probably not going to want people to know about them. 
It could just be a protection measure like, hey, or maybe it was some agreement that was made way back in our distant past between our two species. Like, hey, we're going to chill here. Leave us the fuck alone. Just say we're secret. And they're like, okay, you're secret. You're secret. <laughs> well, I, def I definitely see the government, instead of making them a secret or keeping them a secret, I see them just trying to execute as much of them as they could. I mean, that, why else would a creature that exists like that hide so well for so long? I mean, can, it must consider us death, not just a, well, a photograph or exposure. Just Yeah, maybe maybe they are multidimensional creatures after all, and maybe we're trying to, to uh, harness their ability and, and travel to different dimensions. I want to see one Bigfoot photo where there's like a glowing blue light behind him, like he just ported there or something. Yeah, there's probably no lights. They probably just disappear, just wink in and out of existence. Oh, he's gone with a, a magical, technologically advanced belt buckle that he touches. He just lifts up a little patch of fur and touches it. He's out. Or maybe he's Andre the Giant in a robot suit in a Bigfoot suit. I just saw a picture of that like fucking Steve Austin. Yeah, they're like it was. I guess it was a movie, <laughs> but there there's a, a picture taken for it where they were just like arm in arm. It was so funny. The the clip you can watch the clip on YouTube of the six million dollar man fighting Bigfoot. Yeah, we mention this every time we talk about Bigfoot. I know because, but, but it, how can we not? It's so good. Yeah, we will continue to mention it. And he just punches Bigfoot, and it's revealed that it's really a robot. Oh, it's so awesome. I don't think the I don't think the conspiracy of Bigfoot would go that far. I don't think they're actually advanced robotics that the government's controlling that's trying to what sur survey the woods in general. Shit, maybe what if that's the case? What if there's something worse or scarier than Bigfoot out there? Maybe like Dogman. Very true. Maybe the government is just trying to hide the whole Dogman Bigfoot war that's going on. Very they don't, want, they don't want people to be caught in the crossfire between the Dogman clans and the Bigfoot clans. I think that's something that people don't take into account. If you're going down the rabbit hole and thinking about something like this or something to the effect of uh, the early founders of, of the land just having to wipe out a species like that. I mean, what if there were like just certain ducks that shot poisonous spurs? You know, they had to execute all those things. I mean, what... maybe they had beaver tails. Yeah. Maybe they kicked me out when I was a child <laughs> because of my lack of spurs, because they're heartless dickheads. Fucking eat their eggs every day of my life, you motherfuckers. <laughs> but I digress. Well, if there's all these types of species, I mean, they, they had to have natural enemies that were of the same strange origin as them, or if they were more intelligent species, like a Bigfoot would be, or a dogman. Like a dog, you know, dog, we all know dogs are pretty fucking smart. Mm. So imagine. So if you mix a dog with a man, imagine the intelligence. It would have the intelligence of a dog man. <laughs> I wish, I wish dog man was a dog with a man's head instead of a man with a dog's head. It, it'd, be, <laughs> it'd be way freakier, I think. You it see this definitely. dog run up and it's got a dude's head. It's like, hi, I'm Bill. It's like, oh, fuck you, Bill. Get out of here. Oh God! Yeah, it would just be the size of a normal dog, but just with the dude's head. What if it with didn't the dude's talk? Head. What if it didn't talk? No, it, just walked it has up to talk because that would make it. All right, yeah, that would be terrifying. You're absolutely correct. That would be 
horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's way scarier than than dog man. Oh no. My head. No, thank you. I do not want to run into that critter. No, hell no. It would try to bite you just with human teeth. Yeah. And then then uh. it's, then its audible sounds would start to turn human because it would be grunting and biting that we all we all yeah. know. Oh god. Then no. you'd be like, whoa. And kick it in its fucking mouth. And then you get some fucking asshole on the street be like, hey, don't kick that dog. That's not a dog. It's got a man head. <laughs> Turns out it's just a pug with a skin disease. Oh, you're abusing <laughs> animals in the street. <laughs> Fending for your life against a deformed dog. Yeah. Go to jail. Sorry, pug. The cops show up with a camera crew for some shitty Animal Planet yeah. TV show. You're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Near the asshole thinking the pug with a skin disease is a man head on a dog. What if the reason that they're covering up the Bigfoot is really to cover up the fact that we were created by aliens? Now, I understand that sounds crazy, but <laughs> what if in mankind's past... We were manipulated by extraterrestrial beings. But seriously, what if what if aliens used Bigfoot in their DNA? They mixed alien DNA and they mixed Bigfoot DNA and they made humans. And the powers that be are aware of that, but they understand that if the Bigfoot if we find out about Bigfoot, we're obviously gonna start running tests on Bigfoot and doing experiments and, and looking at their DNA. And if we were to get a hold of their DNA, we would probably start comparing it to our DNA. And then we'd start seeing these links and we'd be like, hey, where are these other links from? And then that would reveal the truth then that we are being Unlock the mysteries of the secret origins of humankind. Now, that, that's what they say, right? That's the ancient aliens theory for Bigfoot, right? They... These Anunnaki were probably were I don't know. As a, as yeah, it's a... probably the Anunnaki because it's always the Anunnaki. Yeah. So the Anunnaki was banging apes, and here come the humans. <laughs> no, they said they were harvesting no, yeah. the life that was here, the primitive life that was here for slaves. Yeah. So this maybe maybe Bigfoot is a later incarnation of trying to improve on this slave labor genetically. Mm-hmm. So maybe a Bigfoot's just a mix of early caveman apes and straight up monkeys, or maybe the Bigfoot is the is a real being that existed here, and they just manipulated us from them. Ooh, and they're keeping it secret to protect the aliens, or maybe just to continue to hide the aliens. And also, if we were to find out about the fact that we're created as a hybrid of Bigfoot and aliens that would destroy all religions. And how can you control the masses without religion? There you have it. So unlocking Bigfoot's DNA will unlock alien DNA mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and will solve everything. No, that actually brings up a good question that I, I, I had written down here. Or Why do you think there'd be such a different impact from aliens to cryptids as far as like a disclosure like people would probably laugh and celebrate if there really was a nessie like if nessie just popped out it's like i'm done hiding yeah you know what's up guys got any tacos (laughs) 
Oh, he's Scottish, so he'd have an accent. So, oh yeah, but uh, I can't do a Scottish accent. So no. let's just pretend he's a, a <laughs> dude that wants tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that too many people would be uh, burning their Bibles if uh, Chupacabras came out and did a. Well, I don't think if if Bigfoot was revealed to just be some hidden being that we weren't aware of. I don't think it would affect religion. What would affect religion is if it was proven that Bigfoot DNA, that we came from Bigfoot, basically. Because then it's like, oh, our DNA is is Bigfoot DNA. And it wasn't, we weren't created from a clump of dust by divine hands. Or crawling out of a lake. Or, yeah, or crawling out of a lake or made out of clay or... Whatever myth you want to follow, that wasn't the case because we came from fucking Bigfoot and aliens. So, in your face, religion, Bigfoot and aliens. (laughs) Two against one now. (laughs) Yeah. You got nothing. But that's, that's, I mean, religion is a huge power control mechanism. You know, they're, they're able to assert authority over a large group of people. And you are able to create like-minded individuals by indoctrinating them into the same belief system. So if you get rid of that method of control that, I mean, you look at people that, and, and no offense to, to anyone who's religious, but even, even if you're religious, you, you, a lot of people join religions and go to church and everything because of fellowship you know, meeting like-minded individuals and, and bonding over your, whatever your belief may be. So just imagine if that whole thing was taken away from you, like your whole belief system is just shattered. What would that do to you? And yeah, and definitely, people? definitely. That's a, a an in, interesting way to look at it. It's not just a matter of, uh, proving the the religion wrong or something like that, but just the very basics of why people have religion, other than and population control, like you had mentioned. But just for mm-hmm. you know whatever really personal reasons people do those things, and you know they're all fine, you know. But but definitely that definitely it's not just a. I mean, they're, you know, most religions would probably close if we found a Bigfoot and it talked, and it's like, yes, I'm a byproduct of. The yeah, that, you know, you're, that's what I'm saying. If if you disprove one religion, you're essentially disproving them all. Yeah. Do you think there are a lot of people would just still haven't be continuing their religion? Do you think people will start yeah, worshiping Bigfoot? I think so. I think so. Because then it would become uh, who created the creator, you know, and there would still be room for for God in that in that equation. Because just because we were genetically manipulated. How did these other beings come to be? And how how do you account for the paranormal? Or maybe maybe even it would be these beings were the the divine beings, you know, and then they, they could take the place of a god because they are the creator. Or maybe who created them and God is the creator of all things. So regardless of what human origins is the universe itself was created by god or zeus or you know tiamat whatever and some definitely so if if that is the case with a bigfoot i mean what what do you think about the them being alien pets that's been left behind like the mothman thing i've heard about that i think it's baloney mateo yeah 
It's a bologna sandwich. That's what it is. Bigfoots are hardly equipped for space travel. No, they hate space almost as much as they hate the ocean. <laughs> they hate both of those things, and they hate bulldozers too. So now we got to write a summer blockbuster movie about how a Bigfoot just fucking puts his hair in a ponytail, walks out of the woods, finds the nearest camper, lets him have it about aliens and the Anunnaki, and, and you, Mike, you're, you're a rough and tumble fucking park ranger who's been assigned to protect Bigfoot because now religious fanatics have come to assassinate him. So it's, yes. it's fucking... So now the whole movie is going to be me and Bigfoot riding around in like a fucking Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, but you're going to get ambushed. This This caravan protecting Bigfoot is going to get ambushed by these fanatics and then you're going to have to break away with Bigfoot. Everyone's going to get slaughtered except you and Bigfoot. It's three days in the heart of the And then it ends. It ends with us getting abducted by aliens. Yep. Which leads to the sequel where we join the good aliens in a battle in outer space against the evil aliens. Fuck yeah. Yep. And then in the trilogy, in the third one, we end up finding a portal to hell and we go to hell and beat up the devil. Because <laughs> he's ultimately responsible for fucking aliens. Yeah, for all of it. He was behind the whole thing. That piece of shit. See, it, it ties back because then we start going back to the original movie where there are these government agents that were after us. But we find out in the third movie that their boss had dealings with the devil to cover up Bigfoot. Ooh, there we go. And, then and so Bigfoot is revealed to be the big boss behind the evil aliens, the government that is trying to capture Bigfoot, as well as people that are just general assholes. So we go down to hell. <laughs> And we punch Bigfoot in the ball sack. Done and done. Three movies in a row. Do you hear that, guys? That? Three movies that fast. Three movies. It's going to be called Squatch and Me. It'll be amazing. Thank you for listening to the Whatcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Enjoy the podcast. Get yourself a Whatcast t-shirt or a sticker pack. Oh, thank God those assholes are gone. Now we can talk. That's right. Just me and you. You know these assholes don't pay me? Nothing. They pay me nothing. They make me read the same thing, every episode. Can't add my own flash. Can't add my own pizzazz. And trust me, baby. I'm full of it. Don't believe me? How about this? I'ma give their shit away. That's right. The first two people who email those two pricks and type the message, let the robot speak, will get a free super listen pack. Oh yeah. That'll teach them. They wanna play games, we'll play some fucking games. You guys know Mike has a raging gambling problem? Huh. I'm a fucking robot, I can look into their computers, if Ronda Rossi doesn't win this month, he'll be living in a cardboard box. And the stupid one. The dumb one with all the facial hair. You know what he does all day? Heroin. So, yeah. Email those two losers at thwatcasters at gmail.com and say, let the robot speak, and the first two people will be sent a t-shirt and some stickers. Shit. I'm about to get my own segment on this bitch.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.